right, Cordell, pats on the hat, you know, uh, whatever you like to call it. Man of the game, who do you have your standout players for today's game? I'll let you start. Well, I mean, I'll start with the obvious one. Lamar gets a game ball, a pat on the hat for me, you know, just the way that he was able to bounce back in the second half first half especially to start the game he worried me a little bit he just didn't look confident out there that them as a team didn't look really like a confident group out there but he stuck with it his you could clearly see he wanted to win that game the way he played in the second half was just Lamar s I mean some of those runs that he had was just incredible some of the the throws and I love to see him extend the play and could and keep his eyes downfield he had the miss to uh james prochet early in the game where he rolled out and tried to hit prochet across the middle he threw a bad ball on third down yeah he didn't he just stuck with it the rest of the game he spread it out to everybody he, he him and isaiah likely who i'm sure we'll talk about in a second as well uh really obviously have a connection that goes back to training camp but Lamar was really good in this when he's holding up the sign. He's feeling good about himself. When Lamar's smiling, it's usually a good thing for the Ravens. Absolutely. And um, so my man of the game is going to be um, Isaiah Likely. I mean, this is the guy that we thought that we was going to get coming into the season. And so, you know, like I said, six receptions, 77 yards, a touchdown. And that touchdown, you mentioned um, in the last segment, you know, how great that touchdown um, was for him. And, and, and I think, I would love to see more of him being involved in this offense. I think that, you know, he deserves more play, you know, and and this is not taking anything from Mark Andrews. We love Mark Andrews, right? But these other guys are are guys that need to, to, to step up. And they had an opportunity to do that tonight, and the rookie was able to do that. So I'm definitely going to give Isaiah Likely one. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, let me see. I, I'm gonna also give. I'm gonna also give Demarcus Robinson a ball, and it, it, the numbers may not be incredible, but he was just the guy that was there when nobody else was kind of going yet in the offense. Demarcus Robinson was always the one that it seemed like Lamar could go to whenever he needed to play, and that run that he had, I think it was on third and seven on that pop uh, screen up the sideline. It was really nothing there. Demarcus Robinson had to kind of make some moves to extend that play and bust it up the sideline and, you know, get that first down. So I was really impressed with what I saw from Demarcus Robinson. Like I said, when, when, when nobody else was there in the first half, kind of helping out, he was, yep. he was the one there always ready, always open, winning quickly on, on his one-on-one matchups. Him and Lamar were clearly in sync on some of those uh, quick snap and throw passes. So uh, he gets a game ball from me. Absolutely. Um, you know, from a, a defensive perspective, you know, hey, Kyle Hamilton, I'm gonna give the baby one. You know, he he was out there doing what he could, man, and he looked good in doing it. And I just really hope that, you know, we're starting to see him, you know, be more involved in this defense. Obviously, he doesn't play like a ton of snaps, um, you know, like a, a full game of snaps. But look, he he's he's getting out there. I think he he got back to the backfield a couple times. Um, to, they had him, you know, going after Brady. Um, I think I, I think the Justin Houston sack was he back there assisting? I yeah, mean, I think. One, the, oh yeah, he was on one of the blitzes on yeah. the second one. The second yeah. one he was. 
you already mentioned um, the past defended, uh, you know, at the pylon. And so, you know, good for him, man. You want to see guys like him, obviously, as a first-round draft pick, you know, be involved in their team. And I think that, you know, obviously injuries has played um, some. And then, you know, Marcus Peters not being – really what he used to be is playing a role into, you know, Kyle getting some more play time, but good. I'm, it's, I'm glad to see it. And I'm glad to see him, you know, accepting his role and being, you know, and, and making plays. Cause that's what, that's all you can ask for. Right. I mean, you really, all you can ask for is for your guy to start making plays and, you know, the rookie is starting to come around and, and do some things. And I just really hope that this is a start a trend of um, playmaking abilities that we see more of from Kyle Hamilton. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. And one other guy that I think I could give a pat on the hat to is Marlon Humphrey. He may not have the numbers that will pop up in the box score, but he just seemed like the guy that did whatever they asked him to do in this one. And I felt like they asked him to do a lot, and he stepped up to the challenge. That's what being, you know, the the taking on that, that role of being the best player on the defense – that's what comes with it. And Marlon stepped up to the challenge. They asked him to come inside. He did it, checked a big-time receiver. And Chris Godwin, he moves back outside, having a guard already hot, Mike Evans. You know, and he makes a couple of plays against him, but he he continues to kind of be there and and be and, and step up into that leader role and be the best cornerback on the field. So I, I'm going to give Marlon the game ball just for being a team player in this one and, and asked in and, and doing whatever role he was asked to do. Justin Houston. How, I mean, <laughs> like every week it feels like we giving this dude like a pat on the head, mm-hmm. man. Like he is just playing at such a high level um, and missed a few weeks because, you know, of a groin injury. So like just seeing him continue to be dominant and continue to be present, man, it's just phenomenal. And, and, you know, once again, he's just, look, like you said, he made Tom Brady the most sacked quarterback, um, you know, ever uh, as a result. So, you know, Hey man, not only did you make the play, you, you created a record. Right, you, made history. <laughs> you made history and made the play. You yeah. Know? You that know, so we, we got to give him that, you know what I'm saying? We got to give him the two of them. He got to get two. He got to get two pets because you made the play and then it was a record breaking play. Like I, there's no way that you can't like you got to get more. And oh, three. And it's Tom Brady. Right. That that mean, of course, that, that makes it even sweeter. And Justin Houston is a dude that's been in this league forever. I mean, this is a double digit sack guy in his career. Justin Houston, I think at one point in his career had over 20 sacks. So, you know, in, in a season. So he's just he he's a guy that is a all-time sack legend as is and for to see him doing what he's doing right now at this point in his career is is just incredible um I, I and even looking at the coaching staff if I wanted to give a game ball to I would definitely give a game ball to Mike McDonald and I think Harvs gave him one in the locker room anyway so he deserves it I, I I really was impressed with his game plan everything that he did out there putting guys in a position just the way he adapted uh in this game the way it started out it wasn't pretty yeah. and he he changed that quickly it just seemed like a a, a wall that was kind of caving in they kind of put a vice grip on that offense after a while Leonard Fournette wasn't even a in the game for a little bit there they completely took him out of the equation like I said Chris Godwin 
was taken out of the equation after some early catches. Mike Evans was the only one they, they and, and I guess they were like, we'll live with that for a while until it was like, we got to, all right, we got to cut that off too. But overall, they annoyed Brady. They frustrated him. They forced the Bucks into some stupid penalties. Bucks kind of helped them out with some pre-snap penalties, some yep. some terrible penalties in the in crunch time. Called a touchdown back, you know. So it, it they they a lot of it was self-inflicting. But hey, that that's that's a part of the game. It's on you to take to take advantage of that, and that's what they did. Absolutely. So, you know, um, again, I I don't feel like I should be picking games no more, dog. Like I like you have been on it, man. You have really been on it. And I really I think this is the first time um in a few weeks, quite frankly, that I feel confident about what this team can do. And I think, you know, I think the mini buy, then the buy. It really is really needed right now. I think that this is something that could just a fresh start over. You know what I mean? Like um, after week nine, you're able to kind of just regroup and, you know, um, move forward to the second half of the season. And this has been the first time in in quite a a few weeks that I'm like, I, I feel positive that some good will come in the second half of the season. I, the, the potential is absolutely there. We saw it tonight. So, you know, there's no reason for me to think anything different. They just have to go out and do it. But I feel like this could potentially spark something in them and saying, like, look how horrible we played in the first half. And then we regrouped and we got ourselves together, man, and we showed up. And that's that's what you want. But you want that moving forward. And I really hope that this team can find a way to move forward in doing that. Yeah, I mean, they, they have their moments to where they look really good, you know. And that's the thing. You think back even to early in the season – they have had their moments to where they have looked dominant. And then they have their moments to where they just look like a total and totally different team. I mean, you talk about a true Jekyll and Hyde type of situation. That's really who they are. The the Ravens we saw t- in this game, I think is the Ravens that they, that they really are. They are what you saw in the first half where it can just be so ugly. And then the second half to where they could just be clicking on all cylinders and they are a moving train. So, Absolutely. you know, it's all about getting consistency and being able to do it on a weekend and week out basis and being able to do it for four quarters eventually at some point. That's that's the next step for them. Hopefully that can happen uh, in this next game against the Saints. Absolutely. And then look, the Saints, the Saints are reeling as well. I mean, the, the NFC South is just struggling as a whole. And, you know, I don't know if Jameis is going to be back by then. I don't know who's going to be starting. But again, they're a reeling um, team right now as well. So look, if they're down, you want to kick them while they're down. And that's really what it boils down to. And you got the extra days to do that. You know what I mean? Because you're all Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then, you know, you, you get yourselves back together. And then, you know, the, the, it's not a short week like it would normally be if you would have played on Sunday. So hopefully for them, you know, they can they, get, they can get this ball rolling and move forward. We want to thank you all for listening to Cordell and me talk about your favorite team, the Baltimore Ravens, and their win <laughs> against Tom Brady right. and the Tampa Bay Bucks. You always look, you always got to rub that in, Tom Brady and the <laughs> Tampa Bay Bucks. You gotta, you gotta say it like that. You know what I'm saying? And shout out to Ravens flock, man. Like my favorite thing. Out. 
my favorite thing Cordell is like you know seeing how many people are at the away games it's like my favorite thing to see and like who all says oh and stuff like that and and the flock be out there man like the Ravens are a very well traveled you know team in terms of fans and so it was just really great to see so many folks out there supporting their their Ravens and and I hope that you know we'll see that same energy in a couple of weeks in New Orleans so it, it should be fun but thank you everyone for listening to the podcast from Cordell to me this is Winning Drive.